Hi and welcome to the Color of Film podcast. My name is Lulu Police and this podcast is all about the color of films. Today we will be discussing The Florida Project by Sean Baker, which if you haven't seen this film, please, please watch it. It's incredible. The story, the visuals, everything. I remember seeing the film when it first came out in 2017 and being stunned by the colors especially and its visual storytelling, which is why I've decided to choose as my first film to analyze. Um, the film has a very pastel-like color palette. It, it's saturated, but it, it's very pastel-y. Uh, it's a bit of a mix in the middle, and it looks like it's been, it, like the film looks like it's been colored out with a box of crayons. Um, this is because, um, as Alex Day, the DOP, explains in an interview, they wanted us to see the story through the children's perspective. So the film um, is a film about. A, a child and and her life um and yeah they wanted us to, to see it, the the whole story through their perspective so for example the camera is over is very low and uh you can see arms and legs dangling in front of the camera uh, so that we're really put in the shoes of the kids similarly the colors in the production design the costume and the grade are all very poppy, like uh, they're coming out of a pack of Skittles. And uh, the fact that the film is set in a motel next to Disneyland, it literally feels like the whole film is an amusement park, from like the purple shade of the motel to like loads of saturated pinks, like greens, like blues in the sky. Um, the mom has this like a fantastic blue-green hue of colors in her hair. Um, there's this um, place where they go get ice cream, which is like a, a super uh, orange and there's like all these fields of green and yeah, rainbows and sunsets and it's all very very like candy floss like and uh, Zabe explains that children focus mainly on the positive things in life and try like they're they've got like a bit of an innocent to gaze on life and so they wanted to portray the visual story through the children's perspective so they chose to use these like really bright colors and make it look very summery very happy so that we wouldn't feel like the heaviness and the dark parts of the story which the children's don't really perceive and they seem to be completely unaffected by all the really dark stuff that's happening and in the same way as as adults looking at the film where also we can enjoy the experience of the film although we're realizing that all these other terrible things are happening we don't we can laugh and kind of just happily naively innocently enjoy um, the beautiful colors and like see everything as super glamorous and super beautiful even though we we know it's probably not in the real in the real world the color scheme so has like colors have a chemical effect on us and our eyes are stimulated by the colors and we through colors we associate different things and so uh, our senses are affected and um, and yeah and so for me it was very much like seeing it was like a box of crayons, it reminded me of Lego, it reminded me of uh, Candy Floss, it reminded me of Disneyland and, and fairy tale. It literally looked like a fairy tale land, like I wanted to go there and just have loads of fun. A bit like, yeah, like the Skittles, like crayons and I'm sure like that's not how those places look in real life. I mean, I've never been to Florida, but it's definitely very bright and generally Florida as a place is probably really colorful in itself but um it just had this shine to it that was a bit magical and a bit fairy tale like so 
even if we're not aware of it uh, our brains link color with emotions and abstract concepts uh, the, our childlike perspective was heightened whilst watching this film which is exactly what Sean Baker wanted another funny choice I found was the shade of purple used for the motel which is called the magic castle is interesting because purple has been linked in history to wealth and status and from the Roman Empire to the mid 19th century so to use that for a rundown motel where people who can't afford housing live um, is interesting but the kids do see the motel as their purple castle like they walk around like they're the kings and queens of the place and they can do whatever they want and they're very much independent and nobody nobody takes care of them so they're very like I rule this place and um, it's kind of funny. So that was an interesting contrast in terms of colour and the meaning of what we associate with colour and how that was used. Going a bit more technical, the film was shot all on Kodak Vision 3 35mm film. Sean Baker has become an advocate of film. This type of film is really good for skin tones and for, to reduce grain in the shadows. So you can pull out really good detail in the shadows. Um, it's also really good for um, the highlight latitude and wider exposure latitude, which obviously was useful shooting in the summer with the natural daylight. Sam Daly uh, graded the film at Technicolor New York uh, with Blackmagic Resolve. And he says in an interview that, I quote, pastels are prominent in Florida color palette because of the way the, the sun bleaches paint. Which I found interesting because, yeah, like Sean Baker often says in interviews that he wanted it to be very poppy and very saturated, like very, the colours to be very prominent, and they obviously are. But when I went to see it, I wasn't necessarily like, oh, like this is like euphoria and the colours are super, super saturated. I felt like they were very film faded, but at the same time, like pastely faded, but like still very prominent like I did feel like wow that was a very colorful film but they did have some sort of like pastel and the fact that maybe that's because the sun bleaches the paint of the buildings and and a lot of the color comes from these buildings that were um, the, the beautiful thing about color is that um, the post-production is is not where the colors are chosen but they are chosen in pre-production with the production design with the costumes everything plays a role in the color of the film and the color grade is like the last finishing touches of it if you want to um but it, it kind of it kind of links the whole thing together so it all has to be in harmony and because filmmaking is like a collaborative process it's interesting how color has to really be something that's like throughout the process being analyzed and really chosen with detail um for it to have an, a harmonious effect in the end and a powerful effect at the end especially in as in this case it's linked to like the story and how like we wanted to show it through the children's eyes we want to put you in the in the in the children's seat and and see the world through their eyes and understand it and 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 have the experience of of what would it be like to be a child in that situation and and really feel empathy towards them um, and I think it, it manages because of the, the choice of colors and the and the, the cinematography as well like everything about it just makes you feel like you are that child living in that, like wanting to see all the positives of the situation when actually it's all very negative. And um, yeah. Wow, gosh, there's a massive thunderstorm. My God. I hope you can't hear it. Um, 
anyway, moving on, talking about film negatives, um, Zabe decided to shoot on the Kodak Vision 350D color negative for the exterior shots, 205D color negative 5207 for the day interiors and the cloudy afternoons, and version 3 500T color negative film 5219 for the night interiors. The 50D has unrivaled highlight latitude and is full of color and especially has a lot of detail and in high contrast daylight. So they were able to get loads of information in the shadows, but also in the highlights. And because most of the the film is shot outside in bright Florida, sunny August daylight, they needed um, the latitude and the highlights. Um, again, the 205D also has increased highlight latitude, but also has reduced grain and shadows so that you can really push the underexposed areas too. And um, Baker did ask daily to highlight the contrast in the grade, but to do so subtly so that there are, and I quote, there are many colorful locations in the movie, blue skies and beautiful sunsets appear throughout the film, but it was imperative not to allow the bright colors in the background to distract from the characters in the foreground. This was the very first instruction I got from Sean, was to make it look real, then dial it up a notch. Yeah, this was exactly what I felt. I felt like it felt really real and I didn't feel like the bright colors were distracting at all. Um, that's why I said they looked very pastely, they look like paint, like like they fit the atmosphere and they fit the, the, the setting of Florida. Um, the grade becomes very more interesting because they used uh, three different cameras, they used film, but they also used uh, Alexa Mini for the um, night interiors which were shot digitally. These were pre-graded and then sent to Technicolor Hollywood where they were recorded onto film and then they were processed at Photocam and then scanned back onto 4K Digital ProRes 444 and then sent back to New York Technicolor where they were graded. So basically they shot digitally but put it onto a negative so that it was it would get the film texture and the grain of the film and, and it, it had kind of that continuity throughout. So you don't really notice that it goes from like 35 mil to Alexa but yeah all the night stuff was shot on Alexa mini and then the same happened for the iPhone footage which was shot on 4k non-linear with filmic pro and this was done for the Disney World scenes um, there's an interview with the post-production producer Bernie Larmy I hope I said his name right uh, uh, which explains that it was basically too complicated to shoot 35 mil in um, Disney World because this was a low-budget film and they didn't have money to actually go and get the whole of Disney World sh- Florida shot. So they had to do it guerrilla style. And because Sean had shot before on like, his previous film, it was all done on iPhone, um, he decided to do it on an iPhone. But they did the same kind of work, f- uh, color workflow where they, they decided to, again, process uh, the digital iPhone footage onto film. They use the same format for all three types of camera, Pro is 444, so that they could easily grade the film. And Daly says it would have been easier to probably put a lot in film grain effects onto the digital footage, but Baker insisted that he wanted to have the, um, everything to have a, a very real film element. So um, yeah, Daly confirms that there was no artificial looks, no gimmicky of any kind in the film. 
and uh, the apparent lack of artifice is in fact one of the film's great strengths even like the rainbow that appears in a key moment was captured naturally um, which I think that's really cool um, especially today when there's so many like films done with VFX and lots of like comp and stuff it's it's interesting that this film was very much they tried to keep it as natural as possible yeah it's a really 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 beautiful film and I think the story is incredibly potent um, it's it's really funny it's really sad but it doesn't it, you don't leave the theater sad you leave the theater kind of like hopeful and a bit naive and a bit like let's not concentrate on the negatives let's just look at the positives kind of like Moni in the film that she she really has a mom who's like really struggling is stealing is doesn't know how to pay like these people went into motels because they didn't know how to afford housing they don't know how to live so they have to live every day by chance and kids like are begging for food uh, around the place because they don't have any food it's it's not exactly and then then social workers arrive like it's just not really the most ideal place but like yeah the kids have loads of fun the relationship between the kids and the mom is beautiful and how this mom even though she's struggling doesn't know how to do it's really young she still tries Uh, there's a lot of love between her and her kid and and then and I think the visuals really like make it make it amazing and it's great because it doesn't have like it's set in a motel the majority of the film happens in this motel and then like yeah well this ice cream cafe next door and this field and like it's all very much like isn't like these crazy crazy locations but they managed to make it look really interesting i think like yeah and like the camera angle and the fact that it's so like shot documentary style a bit with the kids improvising a lot of it and it being really like focused on the the kid narrative and it's really, really a beautiful film, and it's um, it's a difficult story, but it's an easy film to watch. And I think the color, the production design, the costumes, all of the visuals, like kind of make it come to life, personally. So yeah, go watch it. It's great. And um, yeah, this is my podcast. It's the first episode, so please subscribe. Um, Please let me know if you have any advice on what I should do next, how I should improve it. Should I go more technical? Should I go more about like the subjective part of color? I will do another one next week and I'll keep going. And hopefully it's uh, somehow entertaining to someone. I don't know. It's isolation, so I'm very bored. Um, Also, I'm trying to practice my grading. And yeah, if you have anything you need grading, send it my way. Uh, and I'd love to hear from you. All the best.